0: This is a headgum podcast. <laughs> we didn't need it. We did <laughs> We, uh, I accidentally. It's good to
1: see you, Steve. Listen, Listen dynamic Mike, banter.
0: I'm working on a super secret, very awesome project for SourceFed right now. Mm hmm. And it has required me to be using GarageBand more, not just for recording our amazing podcast you're listening to now, Uh, but that's why I had it set to metronome four count. Do you think you ever have to explain yourself to me ever? No, but I feel like it makes
1: some type of content. It does. That does. Yeah. It was interesting. I thought you were just explaining it to me and I forgot that we were on a camera's
0: Thought we were on James' camera. Thought we were on James' camera. I thought of a really funny name for a username for someone to use on the interweb and net. or they can use it uh, when they're going bowling. You know, how you can. Those type, are the
1: only two places.
0: You know how you can type out a name. By the way, welcome to the Dynamic Banter <laughs> Podcast. You're experiencing some of that dynamic banter right now. <laughs> it's happening all around. It us. It is literally dynamic. It is literally banter. I can't tell you how relaxed I am right now. I'm very relaxed too, Mike. I miss you. We don't see each other as often now, which is no. shit. Yes.
1: We're seeing each other now, though. That's are seeing what each other now, that's what on. matters.
0: And I don't want to let you out of my grasp. Well. Because tonight we're doing all sorts of special things. Yeah. But that's just, podcast doesn't give a shit what the fuck we're doing tonight. Good start. So welcome to the Dynamic Banter Podcast. This is episode number two. We are going to be hitting our stride soon. (laughs) This is episode number two, and don't worry. We've almost locked it down. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, basically, it's a podcast where Mike Falzone and I, fellow friend, comedian, YouTubesman, uh, we just talk about whatever, man. Yeah, and then basically, I'll tell you what it is. It's every podcast
1: is really about one central idea. It starts with that, and then it wanders from there. That's the dynamic podcast part. Yeah. And then uh, during the last week of each month, fuck, is that this week? Yep. Oops. During the last week of each month, when we really hit our stride... (laughs) Uh, Once we're good. We'll be taking you guys down to a little place we like to call The Commentarium. Ooh, I can't wait. And so we're going to get all these buzzwords. We're going to take all the titles from the different episodes, uh, History Road, whatever this one is titled. We'll get into that in a second. And we're going to choose a movie or a show or something that has something to do with some of those words. And we're going to watch it. We're going to commentate on it, hopefully for your enjoyment.
0: Can I give you my... um Five year plan Can I keep my hands like this for the rest of the podcast? Of course Yeah go ahead five year plan Let me give you my five year plan in regards to the commentarium Okay Which is something Mike just mentioned Which I'm very excited about When I was a young boy My brother and I Would watch shit movies Disney Channel movies And we would like Laugh At like dumb shit and we would make fun of the people on screen. Yeah. And we'd ha- we do we'd basically make fun of the movie. And we and it, I loved it so much. Then, as a teenager, I discovered an amazing program called Mystery Science Theater 3000. I've heard of it. Which is maybe one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah and it's basically a show where they make fun of uh bad movies like bad sci-fi bad dramatic whatever and i could not believe something like that existed on television
1: Were so
0: you upset? it sparked well no no cuz at the time i was i was just a teenager and i didn't really know my my aspirations had no concept of being able to pull off something like that mm-hmm. So it didn't make me feel like oh they stole my idea or something Gotcha. you uh, They rightfully have it had it for quite some time in the 70s. I think they started that show Oh wow. late 70s on public access television in Wisconsin. I didn't know that at all, but um So it just sparked my my love of making fun of movies and my love of like kind of joking with your friends while watching bad movies and so I used to do this thing and I wish I could find some of these. But me and my good friend Blake, we would uh wa- we would find we would one up each other trying to find the weirdest movie mm-hmm. and then we would we would do this thing that would evolve into what the commentarium is. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got a mic punch. A ah, mic punch, sorry. Uh
0: we did this thing which would which would end up being the commentarium where we would invite some of our funniest friends over and then we'd all pretend... That we were all involved in. We'd all give each other different roles. Like, you're the executive producer, you're the lead actor, you're the director, and you're the cinematographer. All right? Here's the names. We'd put a piece of paper down, write down all the names. Blake is this, Steve is this, Will is this, whatever. And then we would just go, let's go. We'd watch the movie and we'd just do it. We we weren't going to put it on YouTube. We weren't going to make a podcast out of it because we didn't know about any of that shit. We were literally just making it for ourselves. Yeah. So that we could watch it and laugh at it. That's nice, right?
1: Yeah. There's no. Don't need to worry about views or likes or sponsorships. Think about it. I'm thinking about it right now. You're talking about it, and so my job would be to think. Think about a world where
0: your favorite motherfucking YouTuber isn't trying to sell some goddamn <laughs> garbage in your face. <laughs> isn't filling your fucking email feed with buy this dumb shit. There's nothing I hate more than a filled-up email feed. I do the same thing, though. I I hawk shit on my channels and whatever.
1: Well, think about it. It's a living. I don't want
0: to get into this. but We don't have to get into it. Everyone needs a job.
1: It's a living. I always
0: think about, like,
1: how much of your life have you given to make free content? There was a time that entertainers had to get paid. <laughs> of course. We've made years of free things. You can literally go online right now and watch, I'm just talking about me, 10 years of things that I've made for you for free. 10 years. You don't think that's worth?
0: Buy this pocket knife. Buy this pocket knife. You got need my, it.
1: <laughs> it's got my name on it. Ooh, if I had my name and <clears throat> a pocket knife, I'd be
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you got a fucking pocket knife... A branded pocket knife, you would have to know. At some point, someone will be murdered with it. I don't know about that. Yeah, you knew. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, you that. knew. All right, well, I don't want that then. I want something else. Yeah, man. You got to pick something that's not going to be an instrument of hate. Mike Falzone's stress ball. There she blows. Aye, <laughs> aye, <Hi, hi>, Captain. <laughs> so, anyway, we would record these fucking podcasts just for ourselves, or these commentary tracks just for ourselves. Yeah. And then we would listen to them and laugh, and that was it. We had no intentions of making money off of it, but I fucking loved doing it. Yeah. So much. So much so, this is a true fact about me. My bachelor party, when I got married, Uh (laughs) was all I wanted was all my funniest friends to come over and us to record a commentary track.
1: Were there people that were on the bubble that you didn't invite because they weren't funny enough to do it?
0: Yeah, I mean, there were, like, groomsmen that had to be there.
1: Yeah. But you did. was there anyone there that you didn't want to be there because they're not funny enough? No, to- not really. No. That, <laughs> it was all right. I just like that idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, it's It happens all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> well, that's fun. And you did yeah. it?
0: So, yes. So I did it just for fun, mm-hmm. and I did it years and years ago, and I loved doing it. And then, like, a couple years later, me and my buddy – Devin, who I went to high school with, and Will tried to start this – well cuz Rift Tracks is a thing. You heard of Rift Tracks? I've heard of that. Yeah, it's like the founding, or well, one of the founders of Mystery Science Theater or just, you know, someone who is involved in it. Mike Nelson, he went off and he created his own thing called Rift Tracks where they make fun of new movies. Cool. And then their business model is you could buy the movie on Amazon or whatever and and oh, smart. basically they so it's just smart. it's kind of like what uh, this what we'll do with Commentarium is basically kind of a rip off of of their process. Oh. Um but but anyway, um <clears throat> So they when they started Riff Tracks, they also started this thing where it was like a community of riffers could like pay a certain amount of money, get their own profile on the Riff Tracks website, and then start putting up their own user-generated content. Yeah. And so when that happened, I was like, fuck yeah. So me and my buddy Devin started this thing called – oh shit, what was it called? Special Jokes. Okay. It was called Special Jokes, and it was uh, me, Will, and Devin, and we would watch movies. We did we did a Mortal Kombat commentary track, which might even still be on the fucking site.
1: I know you said Mortal Kombat, but it sounded like Moral Kombat. Moral Kombat.
0: Yeah. We did Mortal as
1: People fighting each other over like, <laughs> hey, if you found a puppy, would you keep it?
0: No, I would. No, uh,
1: I'll kick you right in the face.
0: So... Uh, fatality. So we did it. Yeah, we did a Mortal Kombat, and then we did a um, Mac and Me, and a Masters of the Universe. But mm-hmm. they don't exist anywhere. I have a copy of Mac and Me, I think. But uh. but uh, but anyway, I digress. So uh, so anyway, I love doing that kind of shit, and I hadn't done it since. <laughs> how how long was this? Fuck, I don't know. Maybe like. Seven years ago?
1: Would you get paid to do a, a rip Yeah. Thing? So like would, if people bought it? Yeah,
0: people bought it. That's and cool. I, I don't think very many people bought it. But anyway, it was a thing and we wanted to do more and we didn't get to. So, the commentarium is just the modern version of trying to bring that fun thing back. Yeah. And I really truly believe, guys, that that Cloverfield track that Mike and I did <laughs> with my buddy Will uh, who played J.J. Abrams... I really am. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I'm proud of that. I laughed stupid hard. Me too. And then I've listened to it since, and I didn't even watch it with the movie or whatever. Yeah. And I find it very funny. Good.
1: I think you're hilarious. That right now at at Cloverfields, wherever Cloverfields is available, our iTunes and Headgum for free.
0: Yeah, check out the Cloverfields podcast. The last episode we did is the is the commentary episode, but I'm very proud of it. It's very fun, and it felt so good to be doing that again. Yeah and i and it seems to me like the joy that that uh, i've found from doing that with my friends only has transferred over to the internet a little bit yeah. and i think that's when you like strike a little vein in the in the pop culture bloodstream you know sure. yeah. like like you know it's got to be like i feel i always feel like the best stuff on the internet is made by people who are, first of all, genuinely funny and talented people, mm. uh, first and foremost, and then second of all, uh, content that you can tell they love doing.
1: Yeah, there's something uh, Vince McMahon says that is uh, got to have fun making fun. And uh, I believe in that very much. And also in the stand-up world, it's like if you're not having fun, people could tell. And uh, e- even at an open mic or someplace that's like, Kind of a high stress situation If you're having fun up there Very clearly It gives other people Permission to have fun Wow I love that Yeah that's I remind myself of that All the time Like there's a show That you don't want to do Or like Show's real weird And no one's laughing At anything (laughs) Or you're not in the mood To do your own jokes Because you've done them A million times That's what
0: I remember. Like, just
1: go up there and fucking be weird and have fun, and then they'll want to have fun with you.
0: Isn't it sad though that like I love that. I think that's very positive, and I love that. And I try to. I've tried. I try to do that. Sure. To the to the best of my abilities. Yeah, Um, you tried. um, (laughs) uh, But. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh man, that one gave that got me. That was a little zazzle. That one gave me a zazzle. I don't know that I've ever bestowed that upon you. You've given a Zazzle. That's one. Um I feel like (laughs) God damn it. Unfortunately, when you do something, no matter how fun it is, over and over and over and over again, yeah. it gets to a point where it's not as fun, sure that and um then you throw in like outside intervention and you throw in businessy type stuff and being you, hungry, you throw in the money aspect of it, hunger, all of that stuff. And then it just starts to make it not really what it was initially and also just I don't know. You know the Beatles broke up because of their business manager, their last
1: business Is manager. that true though? That's most of, that's what Paul's saying. Paul's going around to all the news outlets, Mori oh. Povich. Oh, he's saying that now. Yeah. Alan Fuck. I forgot his last name. I did a story on the it producer. Morning. Yeah, um, the Beatles. The business Beatles? manager. Oh, business side. manager. Not yeah. George Martin. I was going Martin, not him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm, during Let It Be, they brought in a business manager during the release of all that stuff, and and it was a. Uh, sp- Split them in in twine. Do you think it's one of those things where he's like,
0: "Hey, you can do better on your own. Why don't you go out?" Like one of those things, or what happened? Who
1: was which one of the Beatles was really eager to go out on their own? I heard John John? hated
0: the fucking thing, and I heard John wanted to leave real bad for a while. At first, it was very much. I hope I'm not getting this
1: backwards, but at first, it was very much fuck John's band. Right. And oh, Paul and then can kind of take Paul's it or leave it. Band. And then it became like Paul's band, and Johnny
0: can take it or leave it. I'm going <sighs> to. Are you okay? Assume that you're <laughs> correct because I don't know enough about I got to tell Beatles. you, man, I, I obsessed over the Beatles for years. And oh, years. I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I read books. I, uh, so many things. I, my, um, I, one of my favorite Beatles things now is, um, The Martin Scorsese George Harrison documentary that came out of HBO. Yeah, it's great. I bought it, um, and then I've been trying to fucking watch it with some. Like, I'm trying to figure out who the fuck to watch it with. Hey, and no one gives a shit really. Because Will, like Will, I'm gonna throw Will under the bus. Will Haynes. Yeah, I I can't
1: see him giving this shit about the Beatles.
0: No, he loves the Beatles. Does well, he really? I think he's a he, he's William Haynes mm-hmm. is a massive John Lennon fan. Okay, he loves John Lennon. Sure, loves him. He tries to be all cool with his fucking, fucking like Drake and shit and his yeah. like whatever else, but like he really deep down inside loves the fucking Beatles. Uh-huh. And so we really bonded on that, and I've always loved that. And I think that's really cool. Uh but I bought that fucking documentary while I was living with them and I was like, Will, we got to watch this shit." And he's like, "Cool, well, good." And then I, every time I tried just never happened. No, I I don't, I don't think anybody wants to watch it. I'll watch it, man. I will watch that Let's shit. watch it, Mike. All right. Right now. It's next? really Yeah, let's stop Shut the podcast us off. And watch it. Uh, it's George Harrison. I mean, George Harrison, man. What a fucking talented <laughs> he's son of a bitch. The older I
1: get, the uh the more he becomes my favorite. Right? I think so too. Yeah. He was the quiet one. He was so talented. So talented. He uh, just wanted to make pretty things.
0: Yeah, and he was like, he seemed to be the most well-intentioned. Most down-to-earth. But, but I also feel sure. like, yeah, and also like caring. Like mm-hmm. he cared about people and he cared about the world and stuff. Yeah. John, I feel like it was all bullshit, honestly. Um, there are, there are things where I've heard about him being like a terrible person and then he was like a womanizer and he fucking...
1: Yeah, do you like Harry Nielsen? Yeah, yeah. You watched that documentary? No, I haven't. Is you got to watch Who Is Harry Nielsen? Who Was Harry Nielsen? Is that on Netflix or Harry? something? Yeah. Cool. It, it was, and if it's not, I'll buy it for you. Oh, hell. Because I think it's the thing that made me a Harry Nielsen fan. Oh, but cool, But there's this man. whole time <laughs> in L.A. towards the end of both of their lives. I think they were both in their 40s. And uh, they would drive around and, like, heckle the Smothers Brothers and, like, get thrown out of bars and, like, see who can out-drink and out-scream each other. And it it didn't seem like – if you were friends with them, I bet it was awesome. Yeah. But if you were kind of either way on them, I bet it was the most annoying fucking – I bet. (laughs) Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like some crazy alcoholics. Running around, well, causing causing trouble. There's <laughs> nothing funny about alcoholism. No, I wasn't making a joke. I was just saying. Add some water.
0: I love George Harrison. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love that man. Um. All right. So what's something- your favorite George Harrison song, man? Just wondering. Here comes some sun. No, no, no. Because like, I like a lot of his solo stuff too. Yeah. And so when I think about like my favorite George Harrison song, like obviously there's like "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." Yeah. And "Here Comes the Sun," which is a fucking beautiful song. Maybe one of the most, if not the most beautiful song there is. I'm gonna
1: make you have a reaction right now. Okay. I got my mind set on you.
0: What do you think about that? Yeah, you. That's your favorite. Do you, or you're asking me? If I'm I like asking it. you. Do oh. you not like that song? No, I love that song. But who? If, who's? How that song is no one on this planet's favorite song. That
1: was my favorite song from the ages of whenever that shit came out oh, to whenever it yeah. stopped playing on MTV. Yeah. So when you're a kid, yeah, yeah,
0: that video is so good with it's the talking animals adorable. and
1: stuff. And I never made the connection that that was a Beatle, ever.
0: Oh, same, same. Yeah. When I when that video favorite. was premiering. You're right. He looked like Mr. Rogers' shitty cousin. Well, he also, yeah, he just didn't look like a Beatle. No. He looked like someone's dad. Yeah. Um, That's a great song. I love that song. And also, I love Weird Al's parody of it. It's called called Six Words Long. (laughs) This song is just six words long. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally that. This song is just six Six words long. long. This song is just six words (laughs) long. That's smart. Yeah. That guy has a lot of money. I love Weird Al so much. He's on At Midnight all the time. It blows my fucking mind. Don't swear. It blows my flacking mind Yeah, that Weird Al is as popular as he is. Yeah. Not because I don't think he's talented, because I absolutely idolize the man. Mm. He's really... A massive inspiration for me. Sure. Uh, I remember being a very small boy going into the Alpha Beta grocery store <laughs> in Oxnard, <laughs> which now that I think about it, it sounds like such a strangely predatory name for a grocery <laughs> yeah, store. Yeah. We are Alpha Beta. A guy came back from Nam and he
1: opened up a grocery store,
0: right? Um, but I remember going in there and there was like this little cassette tape clamshell like. Standee, and it had like buy these tapes or whatever. And there's just like a bunch of shit in there. And I remember seeing this Weird Al album. I think it's the one that's maybe just titled Weird Al. Is Weird Al just the first one, Owen? <laughs> yeah, there he Dude, goes. Dude, he is—he's committing to the. Death. I'm taking Tetris away from him. Anyway, uh, like you're the daycare. I am. Over. It's my Tetris. I'm taking it away. uh it's whatever one where his face is like completely like it, – it's like he's looking into a crystal ball. Like he's got a fish eye lens. That okay. might be Dare to be stupid. Anyway, <laughs> I just remember getting that tape and being so inspired and so – like nobody liked him. Like I would go to school and you would be made fun of if you said you liked Weird Al. Yeah. Like I remember – like Weird Al didn't start getting cool until like uh, I guess Amish, Amish Paradise? Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before that, there was a whole Smells generation. Smells like Nirvana.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole generation who loved Weird Al way before we did. With, yeah. Uh, I got into him. I remember as a as a little kid with the Michael Jackson. Oh, with Beat It, with yeah, fat. or Eat It. For fat. Oh, fat. fat, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't. I don't think I bought a record then. Yeah. But I remember everybody
0: had. Yeah, I mean Paradise. everybody loved, uh, Fat. Yeah. And Eat It. Yeah. I think everybody, those are great songs. And I, but like, it's I don't a, know. What's that? It's a different time. Yeah. You think about it like. It was a different time.
1: D- fucking, uh, <laughs> Weird Al making fun of fat people.
0: Yeah. Like, graphically, like, a lot. Like, it, it, yeah, it's, it's like, oh, offensive. But everybody loved him. It's very offensive. Yeah. But man, think about it. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's a good anecdote surrounding fat. Uh, that that could be used in regards to, like, the oversensitivity of our current generation.
1: It did seem like more of a cartoonish, I don't know. Yeah, it but it showed like, him,
0: like... Did, you saw the video, right? Of course, seen the yeah, fat yeah. video? He's... I mean, there's other... There's, like, the rest of the guys are fat. Yeah. He's in a fat suit. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the guys are fat guys that, like, took the job and probably felt embarrassed.
1: <laughs> there's no way. Either that or they... I mean,
0: they're probably at least insecure.
1: People, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. Because uh, one, they're getting
0: paid, and two no, sure, but if also there are
1: comedy fans, and you have a comedian inviting you into the into the joke. Yeah, I, I think everybody takes shit differently. I, I mean, don't think we okay, as a people right. take things. And I'm not advocating anything. I'm just saying, like, there are people you could do. Um, let me think of a good example. I can't think of a good example without accidentally sounding offensive and that's the sign of the times.
0: <laughs> that's that a sign the sign of the times. This is exactly what we're talking about.
1: But you could say you know what? I'm going to take
0: a friend uh uh you going to call you going to call a, a friend, friend. going to phone a friend? <laughs> yeah. You use uh, a lifeline? No,
1: I talked to uh, Tanjas for example. Yeah. And the she one that uh, about, spoiled
0: Star Wars for you. That's the one. Yep. I forgot about that until
1: right oh, now. Oh, I didn't.
0: And thank you. I, about it. It. I still
1: haven't seen that movie. I know. Owen and I, w- that.
0: when we got it, yeah. we were waiting to watch it because we were waiting for you and Zoya to watch it with us. Really? Yeah. We, and then we couldn't fucking take it anymore because you guys, then you guys went on your trip and we're yeah. like, all right, we're never going to be able to watch. We're like, it's going to be oh, way shit. too long. I didn't know so that. we I'm watched sorry it with Chelsea. No, I mean, you didn't know. We didn't tell right. you. Well, I mean, we
1: Chelsea got it because she's wonderful.
0: Chelsea hadn't seen it either. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. and she also got it spoiled by her mom. Her <laughs> mom spoiled it.
1: <laughs> Megan called her up. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Megan called her up. Uh, <laughs> Megan obviously is the first to call out. You know people when yeah when she thinks she's that great there's some wrongdoings going on but she's also like she could appreciate a good fat joke and she'll tell you that and she was like if you're going to make a fat joke make it funny and we'll
0: all laugh together yeah but that's t- that's such a weird line because it's like funny is subjective. Mm-hmm. and so whatever what someone finds funny someone else is ultimately going to find it offensive
1: i'm just saying if you sense of, if you have a good sense of humor and you know that the other person isn't doing it to hurt other people right. just doing it to make jokes then like why wouldn't the guys in the fat video Feel good about like we're all making this joke together, and I'm helping this guy who's singing this song make this. Well, funny. sure, but I like, don't think they're all dancing around in the background like they fucking hate themselves.
0: No, and but I don't know. They're them. probably being paid well. To, I mean, for the time, probably. I mean, but you can't. It can't be denied. Like if I, if I saw, like if my agent was like. Hey, there's a casting call for fat guys. Yeah. The second he says that to me, I'm going to be like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. I and I totally fucking <laughs> you know what I understand mean? that. But that's that's you. Yeah, yeah. I, you're right. Some people are there probably are people like, are, "Fuck yeah, I'm the fat guy." But look, I have embraced that I'm the fat guy regardless of where I am in my weight. I'm still kind of the fat guy. Mm. But and I'm okay with it. I've like embraced it, but it's like it's also kind of like not great. Cause I I'm totally like, understand that. I, I struggle with this whole role model thing, mm. like, and, and my weight. Like it, it, there's like this kind of like scale about like being a role model and not looking like an unhealthy fuck, Yeah, I get uh, it. you know, and like n- trying not to promote an unhealthy lifestyle and trying not to be like, even though, uh, well, whatever. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say, but uh, but like trying not to be like, look at this fucking double double I'm eating, or like look at fucking I'm eating a box. Look at these tacos and yeah. shit. Like I I do my best to kind of like still maintain that like you shouldn't eat like a fucking maniac mm-hmm. or eat bad food, even though like yeah sometimes I'll be like hey fucking Taco Bell I love to they're my friends and I love Taco Bell yeah and even a place like Taco Bell is okay as long as you're not eating it every fucking day for moderation, every meal right, like, right, moderation right, yeah. yeah but i've i just it makes me it bums me out to think that like there's kid there are kids or or adults that like will email me and say like you're an inspiration and i think you're funny and like i, I like you keep me ha- you keep me going and all those nice emails mm-hmm. i i don't want those people to like you know look at a fucking unhealthy guy yeah, you know. So right. I don't know that. That's my whole thing. Take. Well, on I
1: mean, yeah, I, it's loaded, and there's a lot yeah. we can go it's, into, but I, I mean, there's health, and there's happiness, and those are the top two. And, yes, you know, everyone, no matter what you look like, or what size you are, or what kind of like things you already have going on, like pre-existing health, whatever. It's just smart to keep yourself healthy, whatever that means, you know, I mean, you get out and move for a little while or you watch what you eat or whatever, but you know, you, there's a balance and you got to be happy while you're doing it. You can't,
0: you know. Yeah. And there is this like hole of unhappiness associated with eating disorders, Mm -hmm. which makes things very complicated because it's like when you're depressed, you eat, you know, and then you don't stop. Right. And, and, and that, and the only, the reason why you're depressed is because you're overweight or you're, you know, or you eat too much or whatever. So this is vicious cycle. I don't know. I fall into that.
1: Yeah. Without a doubt. Because eating has always been, what are, what are we
0: talking about? I don't know. We're getting real deep, man.
1: Well, we might as well be honest. This is dynamic. I guess. Yeah, sure. Why Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this, man. It's, <laughs> it's too I wasn't, deep? I wasn't. You weren't ready to go around. deep? I just know that, like, being Italian and just, like, loving food, it's whenever I'm bummed out, I love to, like, lock myself in my apartment. Mangi. Mangi. <laughs> I can't look at you. You manje. And uh, no, I find, and it's comforting, and but yeah. then you get to a point where you're like, ah, I ate a whole block of cheese, <laughs> yeah. and then you shit
0: weird, yeah. and then you feel bad about yourself for a week <laughs> afterwards. See, that's the thing. Like, your body tells you when something was not good. Yeah, like your body tells you. That's a two. Yeah like either you get the fucking worst shits or you just feel greasy and you get fucking acne and you're, or you like can't sleep or you got a heartburn or Or like when
1: you, when you eat, we were talking about this today when you eat really salty shit and then you wake up the next morning and you just feel like you can't move. Yeah, You feel like a salt lick. Like you feel like this
0: heart, like You wake up and a
1: horse is licking your forehead.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like so like, that's the crazy part about food. Is that like, like scientifically, Like, factually, (laughs) if you eat good food, you're going to feel really good. Yeah, it happens. Like, that's just science. That's biology. That's how our bodies work. And, like, I guess the the same thing with cigarettes and the same thing with alcohol and the same thing with, like, crazy hard drugs. Like, you know, people, regardless of the outcome of putting that into their body, they're going to put it in their body. Mm Mm-hmm. And even though your body is like this innocent husk, that's yeah. just like completely being fucked with because your brain decided to get addicted to something and not really stop.
1: Yeah, man. And if there's one thing I, well, I keep trying to think about ways to make this funny and there's <laughs> none. So I guess let's just keep having this yeah, conversation. Man, we can
0: get in there. When get I was, uh,
1: when I was in the hospital the thing that I learned was that you're kind of just, you're barely you. Yeah, and you're barely. You're just taking a ride in your body until your body doesn't feel like working anymore. <laughs> right. So it's really important that you take care of it because, like, it will shut down and you don't get to call it. Like, you don't, you have no say in that whatsoever. Nah. When or how. Right. Or- and, and, you know, I was fine and then I was tethered to a uncomfortable bed by like four IVs at one point. And oh, I didn't, shit. I didn't make any decisions to make that happen. It's just like you're here and you're fine and you're doing whatever. And then one day you're not there. And then you're just in this brick building until your body says it's okay to come out <laughs> right. or not. You right. know. And so that's, you know, it's super important to be,
0: no, it is like, regardless of whether it's like, I know you're concerned about this not being funny, yeah. but like, <laughs> I think it's like, as well as making people laugh, it's important to kind of talk make about our think. bodies or like, yeah, think like just use your brain a little bit about maybe, I don't know, maybe these words pouring into your ears will be the last thing you needed to hear to get you motivated. Yeah, dude, I was, I was, and I, I love meeting,
1: that. I had a meeting with somebody the other day and it wasn't like a business thing. It was just like, I think they're very funny and I've seen that things that they do for a while. And he favorites things I do on Twitter every once in a while. So I was like, this is a couple steps away from being a real interaction. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> why don't we go get coffee? Yeah. So we did that. And, uh, he was a lovely guy. And then he was starting to like, um, Get down on his work. You know how it is, obviously. We can we can get bogged down by our work and, like, all the shit that we have to do. Oh, so
0: he starts, like, venting? All yeah, this yeah, yeah. Stuff, and yeah, which is
1: totally fine. Sure. And then I'll do the asshole thing every once in a while, even though I totally mean it, and I'll say, you know what? We're not in the hospital. We're in sunny Los Angeles, California. And, like, everybody <laughs> has fucking problems, but, like, more than anything, we're not tethered to a hospital bed right now and, like... Thank God that yeah. we are. We can walk out of here on our own volition and come here and get coffee. Like, thank God that we could have these problems because these are pretty good problems to have.
0: Yeah, but like, I don't know. It. it yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I try to. I try to think about that all the time too. But like, yeah. some people like can't help it. Some people are like born and. I, in I, a and way
1: that's another like, thing we talked about. It's like if you. I sometimes I wish I could bestow. Uh, what not what happened But the feelings associated with What happened to me to other people Right and you got uh, I had this formative like Close to death Moment a couple times within A really short period of time And you can't it's just the same way you can't Tell a teenager like don't fucking do That and like they're gonna do they're it gonna Until do they it,
0: realize yeah. why they shouldn't do it There's a saying that's uh, there's never An atheist in a foxhole and the, uh, there, there's no atheists in a foxhole because yep. the idea is the foxholes when you're in war in in you know, it's an old thing where they would like dig this little foxhole to hide in and then they'd poke their heads out and shoot. And, you know, it'd be a place to kind of like rest a little bit. Yeah. But it's also like right in the middle of the shit. Yeah. So you're not like there's no fucking God while you're in there. You're like, holy shit, God, help me. Like in, yeah. in that kind of situation. Regina,
1: so. You like Regina Specter? Yeah. She has that song called No One's Laughing
0: at God. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's a good song. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I These are all, look, I, I may, even though I am an atheist and I don't believe in God, uh, <laughs> to just throw that out there, uh, I still love the fundamentals of religion, and I yeah. love the fundamentals of like, you know, try to be nice to people and don't fuck with people and don't steal and don't do all that shit. Those yeah, are all yeah. those good fundamentals and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like people feel like they're invincible. Yeah especially when you're younger for sure Yeah and even like fuck my grandpa My grandpa was like He had like a f- quadruple Bypass surgery on his heart Because like his heart gave out and he's had all these Heart attacks and um, But he like got this crazy surgery that he almost didn't get because he was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm old, man. What do you want to do with my heart? Like, yeah. if it, my heart's giving me, if I'm getting heart attacks, this is probably like, and <laughs> the end. You know why?
1: Right. Why don't you just get me a,
0: a couple pillows? <laughs> yeah, save give some me, money. Give me some somewhere comfortable to lay Could my give me Some fucking Taco Bell. Um, but he he like went through with the surgery, and then he came out thinking like, whoa, I've got like I'm this is my newfound way to like fucking go do shit, yeah, and he like like really abused it. He's he's fine still. I mean, he's okay right. for an old man, but uh, you know he he didn't really stop. His lifestyle didn't change even after that. Yeah, and he think,
1: just bought more time for.
0: Yeah, he like said this is like another year of being able to live the way I was currently living. <laughs> Uh, or whatever he was thinking. Um, but I get it because, like, Dude, well, that's also... I wish he
1: could talk during the surgery to the doctors doing, like, the hard shit. Yeah. Like, doing the bypass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, put that there. Oh, uh, smoke a thousand cigarettes. Oh, this is good. I'm going <laughs> to fill this with French fries as soon
0: as you're done. Oh, I can't wait. I'm just going to drink bacon grease. In fact, go ahead and just funnel bacon grease directly onto my heart. Yeah while you're in there. Good stuff. Um but yeah, I just feel like there's this idea of people being invincible and not like I have it too, man. I think about it all the time. I think about like, oh, like fucking I'm going to eat another slice of pizza cuz like whatever the fuck, I'm going to fucking shit it out. Tomorrow I can go maybe go for a longer walk than I normally go on and that'll even it out. Yeah. But like in reality, like eating bad food like that takes so much work to actually get out of your body. Stone Cold Steve Austin says you can't
1: outwork a bad diet
0: yeah 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 that's no uh, matter how you can work out about it
1: yeah i mean it don't immediately discount what i'm saying because it's coming (laughs) from a professional wrestler and i know that's what you could
0: definitely not that's a thousand percent what everyone who's ever talked to me is doing maybe some people who but like I even though I never watched wrestling as a kid, wow. and like I never watched, I I was aware of like the Undertaker and like Hulk yeah. Hogan. Some kids and,
1: have comic books.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I feel like they're they kind of like go hand in hand. Comics, not and, really. And wrestling. It's completely different. I it's used weird to though, I used
1: to say that to. Identify with the comic book kids.
0: Oh, and then I started getting oh, you motherfucked that, huh? by the
1: comic book kids. And now I'm like, wrestling is its own thing, and you'll never understand because you're stupid.
0: Well, when I was in high school, we had these like cliques, mm-hmm. and mostly I would hang out with the goth kids and the drama kids. Sure. Uh, because I had, I literally fit in nowhere else. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, the goth kids, like, oh, they were all weird. Like, the goth kids were, um, you know, into the cure and fucking Echo and the Bunnymen and the Smiths and shit. And uh but they were like but they would actually still be into stuff like wrestling. Yeah. And they would like talk about wrestling and they'd be like, Oh fuck it, did you see what happened last night with fucking Mankind, man? Oh shit And I'd be like, Really? This is yeah. kind of that doesn't make sense to me. But then I learned as I grew up too that like a lot of Comic Con people I would meet in line would be like, Well they mention wrestling or something. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe there's just like there, I, I, like, nerddom is, like, a seven-layer dip. Yeah. Like, there's different, there's all sorts of different nerds. Mm-hmm. So, I I feel like when, once you get down to the comic book nerds and the movie nerds, like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. wrestling nerds are in there somewhere, Dude, too. Dude,
1: sometimes I, I, I gotta be honest with you, I'm at work, and I look back at that source-fed nerd, and I look at Table Talk, and behind me it says, like, source-fed nerd or whatever it says, <sighs> and I'm like, do I belong here? And then the conversation in my mind will always go back to wrestling at some point. Right. And I can tell you right now, just some random shit that happened in 1995, like off the top of my, you could ask me any number of questions and I'll have some kind of long winded answer for you. And I'm like, I'm a fucking hard, hard nerd. Yeah. For wrestling. Yeah. I'm the hardest <laughs> rock hard nerd for wrestling.
0: I love that. I love like,
1: I, But if you can't identify with other people, like if I'm talking to a hard comic book nerd (laughs) about wrestling, and neither of us give a shit
0: what we're talking about. Then it's a total one-sided conversation. Well- uh i I so happen to be in the business of liking people that that i've earned that well not even that I've earned my respect that are seem like good people yeah. like if you seem like a good person and you're really good at hiding it, I will probably be your friend and I will probably like give you all the attention that you need, sure because I love good people you're like a very giving people. person I give baby I'm a giver. Um, giver would never say something like that Well think about it I'm the new breed of giver uh, But yeah like I always I <laughs> always think about Just like I don't know each, I, I, If someone because people used to come Talk to me about wrestling because and a lot Of times people assumed I'm a wrestling fan You look like, like a wrestling fan I know fan. but that's the thing I guess wrestling fans have a look Yeah uh, Usually overweight is added to that well. Description Well doughy uh, <laughs> we're all a little doughy But also everyone that we're watching
1: Has 0% body fat Yes Are we going to wait for that to go back? Let's wait for that put, to power go through And
0: hold for someone di- uh, dead
1: And we're back
0: <laughs> Anyway um, Alright Let's not talk about this serious shit
1: you hear that siren? That's going to be us someday. So until then, we might as well have the best possible time making people happy for free on the
0: internet. And that's the realest shit I've ever said my entire life. I mean, and it's very, I love it. Very well said. Great. Uh, this morning I woke up and I had a really fun name in my head that's that anyone can use, I guess, because I'm not going to be, I mean, as soon as I say it, I bet someone will already take it. But it also like, like he said horny take it. It might already be taken. Okay. But I thought it would be a good video gamesman name or the bowling thing, like I was saying. Yeah. Uh, do you always type in a funny name when you go bowling in yeah, that thing? Yeah, always. I don't think I've ever been my name yeah. at a bowling alley. Because that's boring as fuck. That's man. stupid. Why would you do that? I was at the bowling alley the other night for a friend's birthday and I was looking at the other like <laughs> judging everybody. Not name. well. I guess I was, but yeah. I was looking to see like who was up there. Is just like Chris, yeah, Steve, or Amy. <laughs> Fuck Amy. And I just would in my head be like, would never hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. Would never hang out with you. Would never yeah. hang out with Too you. Too
1: boring. I can't believe you're doing the neon bowling. That doesn't fit your <laughs> stupid name.
0: Well, you got the bumpers up, and not hanging out <laughs> with you. No, but it's yeah. They the names. Are important to me. If you're gonna go bowling with me, you better have a goddamn funny name ready.
1: What's your, your goat? Is your my go is to. always making fun of somebody else that I'm bowling with. <laughs> yeah, what do always, you Always, always, always. Well, I can't give you. I'm not there right now. Oh,
0: Okay. Well, let's say I'm. It's me. It's you. Yeah, and we're bowling together. What was the name? What would the name be?
1: I don't feel like making fun of you.
0: Okay. What about Owen? I would I, my
1: <laughs> if you went up there and you were like Steve or yeah, whatever, yeah. I would be like Steve's face or something,
0: <laughs> something like that. I like to do stuff like Billboard Baggins <laughs> and uh, um, like Captain EO or something. Or, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so one I thought of today, and God, if you guys want I mean, I'm just going to say is someone on the fucking live stream is going to take it if it's already, if it hasn't been taken. Unless it's not that good. I'm building it up for no reason. Well, so
1: far it's been at least a 30-minute buildup to right. this name. Are you ready? Yes, I've been ready
0: for 30. It's actually 45 minutes Sorry. that we've been waiting for this name. Ready? Here it is. Hope it doesn't need point. Abraham linked in. Uh, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me that's Dude, not a that, good name. That just got registered. God, everywhere. I know. Whatever. Fuck. I did the fucking Hodor thing after Game of Thrones. I'm kind of mad about it. What? I did. I made a fucking image. It's oh, on the, my Twitter. The, the Hodor doorstop- little doorstopper. Yeah. 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 And, like, fucking BuzzFeed took it and fucking... Your, your exact exactly Yeah, thing? the image I made. And I, didn't I didn't give you credit at all? Well, I didn't put, like, a watermark on it. Yeah, but do you have to fucking do that shit now? I guess it doesn't matter. I don't really care. Because it's, like, it didn't take me long. Whatever. It's kind of, like, gives me a little joy that it's even out there and people give a shit. Mm. But... So many people are using it. It makes me really sad. So I don't know. Whatever you want to use Abraham Lincoln, you you and use I it. don't
1: want to make the rest of the shit about this. But you can make Buzzfeed it about it. used it—that your exact thing—and didn't put your name anywhere. Yeah, that's the downfall of humanity and the death of art.
0: I mean, I don't know, man. Is it? Because I don't really care.
1: I know you don't really care, but the whole. Idea that you can just do that, and that's I um, yeah, don't want to like, get myself in trouble. But the fact of the matter is that there's comedians, and there are people who want to be funny, and the difference is you're a comedian because you could say, "Go ahead and take it. I'll come up with something tomorrow." That took me three seconds. This yeah, is how my mind I got a works. better one going. But right. they saw value in that. And However, they're using it. Yeah. whatever, and they're putting it somewhere, but they don't care where it came that came from
0: somewhere that that kind of shit makes me upset i feel like though the internet that's just a residual effect of the internet yeah but it doesn't make
1: me it doesn't make it less whatever man i just I, it I, is what it is i always say like you know if you're gonna steal my jokes steal my jokes whatever because i'll come up with them more
0: tomorrow but yeah like, that's my kind of take yeah, on it Yeah, and too.
1: that's the thing because it's not like you're going to wake up one day and not think of funny shit that day. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's just how some people work and, and I guess some people got it and some people don't. But it just makes it makes me sad that they went through the effort to put it somewhere but they can't go through the effort to type a couple letters out in a sequence that spells your name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I see the value in both sides of the argument. I mean on the one hand it's like – yeah, there's really nothing we can do about it because we want to share it on the internet because we want our friends to see it. We want to make our friends. Yeah, but laugh. you share it on your shit, which is attached to your name. It's true, but it's like the it's almost like do you want to have to be the dick
1: that that puts a watermark in the bottom of their shit and ruins the image, the aesthetic as a whole of the image, because you have to put your fucking
0: I mean, I, again, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like the second it becomes a digital thing, mm-hmm. it is like you. it might as well have never had belonged to you. Got to put it on tape. Right. <laughs> put it on analog tape. I don't know. It's just, it's really one of those things. I, I, it's a very weird gray area for me. Like, if it, that made me that I'm not in
1: a good place right now. Cause
0: even somebody's like fucking using it on Etsy. You can go to Etsy right now mm-hmm. and type in like Hodor door stopper. Yeah. And you'll see my exact fucking image <laughs> that I made. Someone's using that to sell a product that might look like
1: that. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I made that. Yeah. Did they know they could make that? Were they here? Well, like I mean I did it on a dumb app on my phone Like I basically photoshopped it Yeah But it's like, I don't know, whatever I don't care And we were talking about it yesterday a little bit I was like, would you go and like be like Hey, that was my picture And I just don't think it's worth it Can I say something? Yeah If I go to your house Okay Yes
1: And you have a door I go into your room and the door's propped open Yeah And you're like, hey, you notice anything? <laughs> Okay. What are you, what are you talking about? Do you look around? You notice anything? I'm like, we're in your room. Like, no, look down, and you have a hodor door stopper. Uh
0: huh.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> you want to talk about people I never fucking hang out with <laughs> in my whole life? Talk about the bowling alley people. <laughs>
0: You would never hang out with someone with a Hodor or a doorstopper. ever,
1: ever, ever. Buy it on Etsy and I'll never hang out with But you, you also
0: probably do That's, like,
1: that's like, it's like if I'm a vampire, that's like hanging <laughs> garlic on your front door. But is that
0: because. Never step foot in that Is house. that because of the implications of the stolen image or is it because you don't think that's a good product?
1: Tell the people what I'm doing
0: right now. He's lifting up his mic and he's holding it like Elvis. Both. Okay, all right. You're not a Game of Thrones man?
1: I am. I think Game of Thrones is hilarious. I think when people bring memes to life and decorate their house with memes. That
0: gets weird? And nope from me. <laughs> <laughs> who's the guy, who's the frog on the tricycle? I was just talking about that meme the other day. I don't know. Somebody got that tattoo recently. Is that the
1: uh, drinking out of cups? Is that from that? Drinking out of cup. Have you ever heard that? No. Dude, somebody it's that's internet gold. Drinking out somebody of cup. Somebody left um left their friend a message and they were on LSD or some shit like that. <laughs> Just like rambling message. And then that friend like animated that shit. And it's the weirdest thing. Oh, I it's called see it. Drink I can't believe you of all people. Never seen it. You know so much about the internet and how deep. Yeah, I love the I love the deep web stuff. Please, please, that's my. It favorite was like stuff. one of the first viral videos I can remember. It's that old? It's pretty old, man. At least it was like a Newgrounds thing. Oh shit! Drinking out of cups. Okay, I'll check it out. We'll look at it right after this. You have to. It would make me so happy to watch you watch that. Okay. For the first Okay. All time.
0: right, let's do that. Do you remember? Um, Oh man what That would, might not even be What that's from I'm just saying Oh the little The li- guy What's his name Is like Lil boy Or something <laughs> dat, dat boy I think it's dat boy What is What It's literally like A frog on a tricycle And his name His, his name, is name? Is, Yeah it's dat boy Okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his name Think about the sentence You just said Yeah there's a thing little A frog, frog on, on a, a tricycle. tricycle His name is dat boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was talking to Owen about this last night because I was thinking, man, Remind that'd be me who that is the boy that won't talk during the podcast. Now. Yep, got it. Um, because I was thinking that boy might be a funny costume for Halloween or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but last night when Owen and I were watching, for some those of you on the stream right now, you guys might have joined us. Uh, we, for those, and also for those of you that are on the podcast that have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, (laughs) while we record this podcast, we also do like a live stream so you can kind of tune in live, but maybe I shouldn't tell you that because then people listening to this would be like, Oh, I can listen to it before that and not listen to the podcast. Yeah, but in
1: bad quality, I think our jokes are funnier when you can hear them in condensed audio.
0: Yeah. And plus like, yeah, there's no other reasons. Well, it comes with art. Um, but I, last night we do this, Owen and I do this thing where you can watch a shitty movie with Owen and I live, uh, on this live.me thing that I've been doing. Uh, Mike does it too. Mike's got a live.me thing. Yeah. Um, Basically we do this thing where we pull up a bad movie on Netflix or on YouTube and then we get everybody we give everybody the link and then the time code and we all watch a bad movie together. Fun. It's kinda like commentarium a little bit, but we're not really like making fun of it. No, we're it's just like watching a live, it. Live relaxed commentary. Yeah, just like watch it. It's like a movie club. Let's all watch a movie together type thing. Yeah. And last night we were watching a Mr. T promotional film <laughs> or straight to video kind of like classroom film, I guess. And sure. it's called Mr. T Mr. T presents Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool. That's what it's called. And it's basically Mr. T, like, giving everyone all this great information on how to be a better person. Was there
1: some kid. good advice in there? Great what?
0: advice! Owen didn't seem to think so. Owen no? thought, Owen's got this theory about how, like, if something you make is bad, then even if you're trying to give a good message, the message won't come through. Wait a minute, does that mean...
1: If I made something bad in 2001... That had a good message. No, but if I give out good information in 2010, is that what we're saying? <laughs> what? I'm really trying to get a response out of him. But, it, okay, so I make something bad, but there's a good message he doesn't want. He's do Owen
0: saying that if you make entertainment, that's bad. Yeah. Regar- and, but you're trying to like put a good message out there. Yeah regardless of that because the movie or project is bad people aren't going to like listen to it people aren't going to care about no credibility or just the message won't come won't go through because it's bad and uh Owen was saying that in reference to the Mr. T thing we were watching last night, and I said it's a product of its time, though, like people watched that at its time, like yeah, when you it don't came know how out, took that yeah, that. and they fucking loved it, and then we watched the Ellen Energy Adventure video on YouTube <laughs> with the giant fucking <laughs> yeah, car, yeah, yeah. which I wish you had come to watch with <laughs> us. Um, and, uh, I was saying like, some people come off of that ride and were like, that was hilarious. That was entertaining. What an experience. Like, yeah. They loved it. Like yeah. I came off the ride and all I could think of was that giant fucking car. <laughs> and it made me so happy that that exists because of the giant fucking car. So and everybody you got takes nothing something out of the
1: You got nothing out of the, you were well, Owen in that situation. Well, you were like, I can't get beyond this fucking giant car.
0: Well, no, because like. I mean, it's educational. I love that it's educational. Mm-hmm. Like, th- in fact, I love that Epcot is basically like a super amazing theme park disguised as a teaching tool. Yeah. Uh, or it's a it's a teaching t- teaching tool design disguised to design. Yeah. as a theme park. Right. And I love that. I think that's fucking amazing. And so I appreciate that ride. And. Did I get anything from the ride? No, because it's all information I fucking knew about energy and fucking atoms and shit. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it's nice. Well, Mr.
1: Scientist over here. Well,
0: I mean, look. If well, you, you know everything about atom and energy? Definitely not. But I know the basics that they were saying in that video. Sure. Um, but, I, you know, I just I love the giant fucking car. <laughs> so anyway, so we were watching that Mr. T video, and I was thinking, man, could I fucking get away with dressing like fucking prime 80s Mr. T? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you could picture it in your head. Instantly. Like yeah. one sleeve gone yeah. and like fucking massive chains. Like we we, keep, we don't have to go with the chains, but like Fucking combat boots and fucking boxing shorts. Yeah, yeah. And then like fucking like white thing like white tape all over your fingers with fingerless gloves <laughs> yeah, and shit. Yeah. And a mohawk and fucking he, It
1: must have taken him so long to get ready every oh, day. The gold
0: Mike. Yeah. The gold. Yeah. He's wearing pounds forty thousand dollars worth of gold. Think
1: of how neck. much that weighs. So
0: much. Yeah.
1: Forty 40- pounds probably but isn't
0: it amazing how like we're laughing about it but it really like i'm not made laughing him... about anything i'm very interested i mean i'm kind of laughing about it because okay. it's like insane to wear that much gold around your neck yeah but like i love the idea behind it i think it's great he said he did it for like a, for slavery to combat mm-hmm. slavery and like because it's like these are things we couldn't have when we were slaves and yeah. now we can. And like,
1: that's why a lot of it, that's a uh, part of sneaker culture. That's part of like, you know,
0: Oh, that's cool. You show off those sneaks. Cause you came from a shit neighborhood yeah, yeah, and yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. What, yeah, I get that. I love that. That's great. I love it when there's always like, uh, you know, good hearted political reasons behind certain things. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's just so much fucking gold. It's so I, much. It's funny. I
1: seriously can't get beyond, how long it must have taken you go from sleeping whatever you look like sleeping in your satin sheets whatever and you get up and you give yourself a once over in the mirror and you're
0: like well here we go but also like what i was noticing from this particular video which you can watch if you want right now it's called be mr t be somebody or be somebody's fool uh, it's like a 50-minute video. But there's like what I noticed about – and also you could probably just go to 1980 – what what year was it, Owen? <laughs> Show me with your fingers, you piece of shit. We found out. You know. Seven. You know what year it was. Anyway, you could look at that era, Mr. T, and probably get the same visual. Yeah. But basically like if you look at those fucking necklaces, yeah, they're like cascading. Uh-huh. So, like, he puts on, like, a giant fucking one. Yep. And then it just goes smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until it's, like, just the size of his neck. Russian gold. maternity It's dolls. Yeah, it's like the... <laughs> no, nesting dolls. Nesting dolls. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking gold nesting doll around yeah. his neck. Like, that... That's insane. He would probably get... To, he would definitely get to a point where he couldn't just fucking put him over his head anymore. Yeah. He would have to, like,
1: individually fucking unhook and fucking one, hook. You know when you put it, the wrong guitar string on too early? Yeah. <laughs> you think he ever did that and like got to the end and, and then he had like, to like ah, go shit, back down? He was 14 like- <laughs> and 15 are, are switched. Dude, I, I used so to have legit panic attacks. Like, you ever picture something and then you start to feel it and you're like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, of course. I used to do that with Mr. T and I used to look at how many chains he had around his neck and it'd be like, one, that's probably so heavy and two, like... <laughs> do you ever turn the wrong way and get choked and then you don't know which one's choking
0: you and you can't get them off? <laughs> I used to think about that all oh, the time. Oh, can you imagine being claustrophobic like that? That's what I'm yeah, imagining. Yeah, that's what that's, I'm telling you right that's now. That's insane. I hate, I don't like it. It, But makes also... Me I'm just glad it's okay. <laughs> also, his fucking beard is like right there. Yeah. So for sure he's getting his beard hairs caught in there.
1: I was always jealous of black guy beards. Oh, the
0: black guy beards really are the
1: Really? Of course, because you have like... Sometimes there was like a seamless transition from their head hair yeah. to their like chin afro. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. Amazing. And you sculpt it and you can make it look perfect. Yeah. Which is what every guy with a beard wants it they want it to be yeah, symmetrical yeah. and perfect. It's impossible though. And I don't have that at all. No. And I just remember thinking, like, you have a tiny afro on your chin, and you fucking look amazing. Amazing. Can I tell you something else? Yeah. I will right now, because we're on a podcast, and it's like, what the fuck else are we going to do to each other? Yeah. I was down uh, in Tennessee. I, I was invited to Nashville, Tennessee, to do a comedy at Summer Nights from Olin Rogers. Yeah. Do you
0: know Olin? Uh, is that like a... Baseball person?
1: Nope. Olin Rogers is a YouTuber who's just a terrific person. Olin Canadian Rogers.
0: Canadian. Yeah. No. Sound like a baseball. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Rogers. <laughs> Ryan Rogers.
1: Um. So we were we were out with a couple friends of ours. Zoya has some mutual friends down there, uh-huh. and uh, we went bowling. Running theme of the so we Love know it. that this episode will be about bowling. It'll be and we'll called watch bowling pin at the end of the
0: month. Can we call it bowling?
1: This episode is called, called bowling. bowling. Yeah. Uh. I turned around, and there was a black guy there. Right. And he grabbed me. What? <laughs> we got real close to each other. What, a strange and he was like, black hey, man, guy? listen, this is weird. A stranger. Yeah. He was like, listen, man, don't laugh. And he got right in my face, and he grabbed me by my beard. And he was like, you got a fucking great beard. And this was one of the top 10 days of my life. Whoa. And he's like, don't laugh. And I started laughing a little bit, because we're... That's so hilarious. Yeah. And he's like, we could feel each other's breath. And he was like, listen, man, I know this is weird. You know, this is weird. Don't laugh. This is a fucking man
0: beard. Why did he have to do that? I don't know, but I was I was honored to tell you the absolute truth. Like what compelled him to grab a stranger by the beard? Know, I'm not that guy. I would never do that. I would never grab another person's face hair. That man had a confidence that I will never understand. Well, there you
1: go. God bless him. He saw something he wanted. He grabbed
0: me by my face. Here's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Could I pull off? Could I? Well, here's the first question. Could I pull off (laughs) Mr. T's look from the early 80s? When you say pull off, do you mean walk (laughs) down the street and not get looks? No, I mean walk down the street and not- Do you
1: mean go into a business meeting and not address it?
0: <laughs> no, I'm talking about like, could I arrive at like someone's party like that and it would be okay? And people would be like, oh shit, that's rad. That's awesome. Look at that guy. When I think, can I pull it off? I think addressing
1: it is the number one characteristic. <laughs> if you go to a party- and can spend 4 hours at that party without talking about what you're wearing,
0: you've pulled it off. Okay. That's a weird r- a pull. that's a weird way to look at as, like pulling something off. That's okay. Like, we well, all have different the opinions. The way I consider am I pulling this off is like am I going to get beaten up? Oh, you're talking about staying in your lane. That's a different
1: thing. <laughs> you're talking about venturing into somebody else's lane. I mean, for lack of a better term, maybe I thought that was a great term. People talk about this staying in your lane, what that means. I won't buy certain sneakers because I think I'm out of my lane. Wow, example, I'll, I'll love give you this a perfect example. Example, I'm gonna get going. <laughs> there are, I really like Jordan shoes. Yeah, my favorite Who's Jordans it? are Jordan 11s, which have patent leather around the outside of them. Nice, patent leather. I don't know if you're familiar, incredibly shiny substance. Okay. It's the shiniest substance is what like tuxedo shoes are made out of. Oh. Oh. And these are on basketball jams. Yeah. Uh, These are my favorite model of Jordans. There's 30, 31 of them by this point. I do not own a pair because Because. I cannot pull
0: off patent leather on my feet. But is that, so you think that's a lane thing? Yeah. I'm staying in my lane. Do you feel like that's a... That's strange. I feel like it's that's a too cu- flashy for you me. You think that's a cultural thing or like a... like a Maybe. Because I get to, I see people walking around...
1: The, one of the dudes in the bowling alleys was wearing low top, bread, black and red Jordan 11s. Oh. With jeans and a polo shirt. Right?
0: Yeah. If what I was, wearing that same was that man? Thing, he was a
1: black man. Okay. If I was wearing that same thing, I would be like, maybe it's just a taste thing. You know,
0: yeah, like okay. I
1: can't. These are too shy, These are too flashy for me. Oh, I see. I wear other like Jordans, all the live But You long, like them? They're do my it. favorite Jordans. You don't even own a pair. I don't even own a pair. I went down to a store that's close to us, and I tried on a pair, and I looked up at the guy, and I said, "These feel like I always thought they would feel. Oh. They're perfect." That's your he goes, like. Do you want them? And I said, "They're too. I can't pull these off. They're too flashy for me."
0: That's you don't think I you said. could wear them to like a wedding or like? Probably
1: they were designed to wear to a wedding to a place where you would wear tux,
0: but they're sneakers still. Yeah, very much so. That's kind of cool. It's I dig beautiful. that idea. It's a beautiful design. Wow, I don't like the idea of like maybe like culturally feeling like you shouldn't wear something or like. Um, well, there's cultural things you shouldn't do. That's true. That's you true. Know, like, like the whole dreadlock
1: thing. Yeah. I had dreadlocks before I knew what cultural appropriation was. But that's
0: cultural appropriation to have dreadlocks? Like, you should you not do I that unless so. you're nationality? Because somebody
1: in one of my favorite bands at the time was a white guy with dreadlocks. And I was like, I'm also a musician. I really like them. I'm in my early 20s, so I don't know who the fuck I am. Right. You're just going to try yourself. some shit. had them for like six months. No girl talked to me ever because <laughs> my head smelled. Yeah, because it has to smell, right, to have that? If you're a white guy, you have to do so much shit to your head to have dreadlocks, and it's not. I'd, you know what? I'm going to keep this at me, my personal experience. Okay, all right. I smelled. My head smelled. What did it smell I'd like? get beetles stuck in it. Did it smell like dad's hat? I remember hat? I was father's hat.
0: Does it smell like papa's hat?
1: It smells like grandpappy's I went to a diner once, and I was hitting on the waitress because I thought she was beautiful. Yeah. And during my hitting on her time, uh, two beetles fell off of my head and onto the table. Is that real life? And we never went out on a date. (laughs) Is that real life? Owen? Nothing. Is that real life?
0: Beetles really fell out of your fucking hair?
1: Have I? Do you know that I've lied to you about anything? No, in but our like
0: friendship? there could be jokes and bits. We talk about fucking bits. We
1: were just talking about being in the hospital a minute and a half That's ago. That's true. I haven't joked yet this episode, and
0: there's not one joke out of your mouth.
1: This has been some of the most honest stuff. We're just saying honest
0: things. Well, we're at Beatles, I, uh, the bug. We're not at, George uh, Harrison or John Lemon. Jack we're, Lemon, you're thinking of. We're at an hour and eight minutes on this podcast, so we should probably kill it. But it bums me out because I had emails from people to read about their History Road situations, and we didn't do History Road in this episode. I got to tell you,
1: let's go up to an hour and a half because there's no... We're not going to get to History Road emails anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't fit anywhere else (laughs) unless we do like an email... Episode and then we gotta be like, you remember the first episode? This question is yeah, about I guess the you're first right. episode. Alright, alright. Let's do
0: it. Alright, real quick. Alec Jara says the description or the yeah, the description is History Road. The subject, I'm sorry, is History Road. And the body of the email says at least 20. <laughs> Alan Floor uh sent us an email. What at, could that mean? At least 20? I don't really know, man. And I choose to not really put too much more thought into it. Well, thank you for your email. Uh, if you guys want to send us emails about History Road, about your own History Road experiences, you can send them to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. Or <clears throat> any names that you, uh, you put up on the board when you go bowling. Alan Fiore says, so happy you guys are back. Thank you. And big thank you for coming back. Big thank you for listening. Thank you, Alan. So, I love standing up right as soon as that seatbelt sign goes off. (laughs) Sitting for too long sucks and is actually painful for your larger, taller person. Us bigger people just need to move our knees. Man love, Alan. I'm going to be totally clear, Alan. Standing up
1: is fine. As soon as that... that uh, seatbelt light comes on If you stand up Make a motion to the side To get your bag Or to go towards the door Or to step out in the aisle Then you're a piece of shit Right, right
0: That's you, a two That doesn't right. sound like you No, it's no, no, no
1: One right followed by another right If you just get up and stand up I totally get that Yeah You can't have blood clot You gotta stretch your knees You gotta stretch your hamstrings
0: Strings and so, your legs So Mike still likes you, Alan
1: Yes, thank you for your email, Alan
0: Here's a uh, final one from Spectrums4 Uh, The subject of this email is History Road, a story Hello First of all, congratulations on your brand spank new podcast So far your podcast is precisely what I expected it to be Two kooky, well-oiled gentlemen Speaking about the weirdest parts of the common world Accurate if what I could,
1: great dude, where were you when we were trying to like write the initial bio for the podcast? That's terrific. I know, it's
0: really good. Maybe we should change it to say that. Okay. If I could, I'd like to offer my experience on the famed history road. Honestly, I wish I had a story that was way more entertaining than this, but this is all I've got. On the first episode of the podcast, by the way, we asked people to send in their history road experiences. A brisk early evening lit dimly by the red light of the neon grocery shop sign Wrote the tone for the night I was about to have
1: (laughs) What the, is this guy a fucking detective in the 20s?
0: A grocery bag heaved in each (laughs) hand Told of basic necessities Nothing more, nothing less I was content to this point with the simple life My simple life was a cat, a book A hobby and a drink with a nice stream of reflective thoughts. Oh, and why aren't you playing the fucking piano right now? Conclusion to my day. Now, I knew the simple life should be enough for anyone, especially me, right? (laughs) An encounter of which could only be told by fate itself. Determined, of course, I never expected for my simple life. I hurled the two grocery bags into the back of my car without a care for its contents. Thanks for all plastic. Right? I've always been anxious with evening driving, but this particular night was fraught with an unexpected confidence. Oh, and blow some cigarette smoke in our faces. So I adjusted, my commonly lax posture erect. The driver door remained open as I adjusted some belongings I was kept in the passenger foot space. I stood back up to scan the area, but I heard a voice. "'Excuse me,' a shrill voice echoed through the night. "'Of all the damn voices, I hate shrill ones. (laughs)
1: "'They
0: only spell danger for my sanity.' "'Yes?' "'I was unsure entirely if he was speaking to me, "'but I glanced a bit longer and decided to respond.' Yeah, hi. You got some time for an elder, son? He seemed to mean well, behind his disheveled ragged jacket, tinted a dark red by the evening neon. Sure, but I should be heading back pretty soon. I gotta feed my cat and all. I chuckled a bit, noticing the drab nature of the comment. The old man pulled from some rather clean jeans a crumpled envelope. The envelope showed age, but some care. Now I'm usually not so bold, but I need you to read this. His hands shook with anxiety. He was unsure of himself. That much I could tell. Who isn't, though? Okay, nice stamp. The stamp was one of an octopus. I was particularly fond of aquatic life in my younger years, a diluted passion with age. The old man smiled, proud of it as well. I opened the envelope with care. Property not of your own should be handled with care. After all, it isn't yours. I grabbed the double-creased paper from the envelope and opened a handwritten letter. The letter's handwriting was surprisingly neat. I saw that care was taken to each sentence of this letter. The letter began with, Hello, my daisy. I miss you. I miss us. I'm living alone now, but I enjoy it. No one told me what to do is a definite perk of solitude. I remember you always had a tendency to assert your independence... You had a tough life I could never understand, but I loved you for all you became. That's all I could do. Love you with what I had. I remember our trip to Lake Erie. We called it our Erie trip because we love scary stories and we love telling them. I liked the most the one with the hat and the grand piano. Oh what a trip Daisy What a trip The pictures born of our spooky trip keep me sane I know a nice cup of Earl Grey And a small back and forth of our feelings Was your remedy for my down times That was my remedy too Daisy Our trips were something else weren't they Our visit to New York solidified my love for you I knew then I could love no other as much as you The evening stroll of which etched a permanent mark of yours into myself shall be shared for years to come. I wish, just once more, to sit on the Central Park's best bench and debate the greatest songs of the 20th century with you. I could always tell Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle meant more to you than you let on. But I never pried with that song, never, Daisy. I've... Droned on for too long now. Your infectious smile beams even still, my love. You will remain ever long my eternal partner, my greatest friend, my husband. Thank you, Paul, for sharing your life with such a fool. I love you. May you rest in peace. Goodbye. With love, Tom. I was struck. I stood, clasping the letter with confusion and sadness in each hand. Picked up my head. Picked, I'm sorry. I picked my head up, eyes wide, glasses too low. I could not begin to understand why this happened. I opened my mouth to speak, but I'm sorry. I knew this was too much to ask. The man paced back and slipped his beanie off his head with disappointment, revealing a receding hairline, but shaggy hair nonetheless. No, it's, I... I couldn't get the words out, but they were there. My anxiety usually struck like a lightning bolt to the senses. I could say it, though. I needed to say it. Sir, first of all, this letter is great. I'm speechless. But I have only a single complaint. Yeah, the old man was eager to know. Why Daisy? Why was he called Daisy? I wanted to know more than anything who Daisy was. Why Daisy was Daisy. Oh, I'd love to tell you, the old man smiled for the first time, a toothy grin that I never forgot. But this is all story for another time. I made all this up. None of what I wrote was real. History Road became an outlet for storytelling, if anything. You don't have to read this on the podcast. It seems too long anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love a response with any critiques or comments on my writing. Maybe History Road could be a segment for fans-submitted personal or fictional stories. That's beautiful. Thanks for reading. Nicholas Torres, Spectrums 4. Hey, Nicholas! Nice work, man. Listen, Nick, we're
1: definitely not going to read it on the podcast. No, we're cutting it out. That was fucking awesome.
0: That was so great. I love it. I love that History Road could become a short story segment. Yeah. But holy fuck are we going to get a lot of those.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And realistically, they're not all going to be as good as that Ooh, and I don't want to read them. I would write a much worse version of what you wrote, if we're being honest.
0: Well, that's neither here nor there, but you know what is? What? The end of the podcast. And that's soon probably cuz you said that. Guys, uh what a weird podcast. Episode 1 was just like lighthearted and fun, we're laughing at shit. This one got all serious and had a fucking story in the end. You know what though? It gives you I don't know. I don't want to tell everyone
1: what it gives them, but I to me it gives everybody credibility. I feel like the more honest you are, the funnier you are when it's funny.
0: Okay. You All know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, no, bit. I agree with that. And I think this podcast really has no clear direction other than to be like a discussional, conversational podcast. So yeah. that's literally what we did. So I hope you enjoyed it, though, and yeah. I hope it wasn't too much. And uh, maybe it got a little too serious at some point. But, you know, we'll keep it funny. We'll maybe get back to making it. it funny. Maybe you enjoyed it. Anyway, oh, guys, thank you so much for listening. You're right, Mike?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Uh, sometimes I come over here and we start podcasting, and then I forget to tell Zoya where I am. Oh, okay. And then she can't get in touch with me for hours, and then I get text messages like, please let me know you're okay. And I've sent those <laughs> text messages before. I have too, man. And I that's, hate sending them.
0: Um, well, talk <laughs> to your dang fiance. We're almost done here. And I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. If you'd like, you can follow us on Twitter to find out when we're doing these live events. And in fact, I really should have tweeted from the oh, the dynamic, dynamic banter Twitter. I Twitter. But I, I guess, I don't know. Thing. I've got more Twitter followers than that dumb little Plus, tiny Twitter like, account has. Uh.
1: Thank goodness that there is no, uh, uh, end date in sight for this one yeah no oh, this was kind of perpetual. like a looming end date for clover fields and it was kind of nice like yeah. that um but this is it feels different and, and it's nice and and even though this wasn't like super jokey i felt nice to yeah. talk about some of the shit
0: we, we just about. fucking got some shit off of our chest and laughed a little bit it doesn't have to all be laugh you can go ahead and unsubscribe so guys it would be so awesome if you enjoy this podcast for you to leave a review and to rate the podcast on itunes because that always gives us information on who likes this and if it's good or not and also uh, yeah you can follow our twitter account at dynamic banter or you can email us your history road stories at uh dynamic banter at gmail.com and uh we'll maybe read your stories <laughs> Or not. Or maybe just send us an email that just, you know, fucking you got a question for us about something. You can literally send us anything you want. (laughs) And we might talk about it on this fucking podcast. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to watch us do the podcast live, we're going to be doing this every week on live.me. into the foreseeable future. Um, But we don't know what days, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> just stay tuned on the Twitter accounts to find out exactly when that is. We're but, not a television show, man. No, we you have know? busy lives. We can't fucking put a schedule down and have them ringing in.
1: It's so much a different experience when you don't have this in.
0: Oh, I know. I don't like it. <laughs> it's so much funnier when you get this close to the microphone and make this sound. And they don't hear any of that. They don't hear any of that. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you, guys. That was a HeadGum Podcast.